Without further interruption, let's celebrate and suck some dick. Hey, freaks, it's Wednesday, January 19th, 2022. Coming up on the program today, my mom's new boyfriend, Mark, loves her tits. Plus, a man has to break the news to his girlfriend that he's a pedophile and going to jail. A beauty blogger has discovered semen facials and rubbing spit on someone in the name of Jesus. Are you a boy or a girl? I used to think that you got born and then you turned into a girl or a boy. But now I know that if you're a boy, you were born a girl. And if you're a girl, you were born a boy. You're just the way you're supposed to be. Baby girls grow up to be big girls and then men. Baby boys grow up to be big boys and then women. You're just the way you're supposed to be. 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 The Distorted View Show with Tim Hansen. I would love to suck your dick, bitch. ManilaFetish.com Balls deep in the white, bitch. And I love the aftertaste of semen in my mouth. Christian now fears his flatulence. She is a fat cunt. Yes, Tim Hansen, back here with you for the Wednesday edition of Distorted View Daily. Thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, last night I had a uh, strange dream about my mom. And that has been preoccupying my mind all day. In the dream, I really give it to her. I just breed that pussy like livestock. No, thankfully, it was not a sex dream about my mom per se. Uh, if it were, you would not be hearing my voice today because there would be no show because I would have blown my brains out. No disrespect to mom. She was a very fine looking woman in her day. Although her nickname in high school was Beanstalk because she was like tall and thin. I'm not sure of her tit situation. You know, I can honestly tell you that I don't know what her breast size is. I have no, like, I have no idea whatsoever. I don't know if they're small or big. I can't even give you an estimate. Holy shit. I don't, I've never once looked or thought about my mom's tits. And you can't say, oh, well, Tim, that's because you're a gay man. Because gay guys are kind of obsessed with tits. Just like straight guys. Uh, my friend Joe, you know Joe. Joey famously can just look at a woman and immediately rattle off her bra size. You're a 36B. You're a 38 double D. He knows it's a weird talent. Ultimately useless because he's a big cock smoking fairy. Although I don't know how that would help straight guys either. Knowing the cup size of women. Maybe for gift giving. I wish I could like stare at a man's bulge in his pants and immediately know, oh, that's a seven incher. That's that's a girthy nine. Dicks, there's just, there's too many variables. The penis hides in the pants. You got showers, not growers, and vice versa. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Also, the the tit size of my mom has nothing to do with the, the story I'm about to tell. Although now I'm very curious. So, okay. Let's see if she'll answer the phone. Hello, hello, hello. Hi. <laughs> Uh, What's the matter? Nothing. Uh, just calling to get your tit size. Not looking for small talk. I just need a number. It, it was the third when I younger. I was thirty four. Then I went up to a thirty six. Oh, thirty six. What? Thirty six B. Thirty six B. Okay. Why, uh, why are the, Why is it bigger now? Is it just gravity made them 
Bigger? Well, as I got older, I guess, and then I had kids too. So, oh yeah, you, know. you got them milkers. Yeah, well, they're not. They're yeah, yeah. Well, you got them they're... big fat titties. <laughs> did yeah, dad, well, did, uh, did dad like it when they got bigger? Well, he didn't really say. <laughs> really, he could have at least complimented your knockers. Oh, for heaven's sakes! I, no, well, no, your not jugglies. really. Oh, well, that's a real shame. Well, um. <laughs> That's all I wanted to know. <laughs> oh, for heaven's sake. <laughs> Thank you, Mom. Okay, well, uh, you're welcome. Anything? Okay. You're on my show, by the way. Though Everyone everyone okay. who listens to my show knows your boob size now. Oh, that's lovely. That's lovely to know. I would I would anticipate uh, you'll you'll be receiving some bras in the mail real soon for my <laughs> listeners. Some real sexy lingerie. Oh, my God. Oh, that's terrible. You know, for Mark. <laughs> for Mark. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he had to go to the store. I had to, I sent him to the store, get some stuff. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's mom's new boyfriend. All right, I'll talk to you later, mom. Right, Thank all you. All right, bye-bye now. Well, there you go. Not particularly large. I mean, she's not flat as a board rocking an A cup. Thankfully, she had some kids. Bumped her up. Gave, gave those titties some shape. Big fat teats of hers. Uh, you heard me mention Mark. Mark is uh, not real, but he factors into the, the dream I recently had. Last night, I dreamed that I was uh, talking to my mom in person, and she told me, uh, I'm thinking about moving uh, to a, a new a new apartment, which is very strange and out of character for her. She doesn't want to leave the apartment because she feels like my dead dad visits her, and he won't know where to go. Like, he won't know how to find her if she moves. It's one of the reasons why she won't come down to Cincinnati and visit me. She's afraid that dad will get concerned that she's not in the house. She doesn't leave the house anymore. I mean, mentally, that can't be a healthy way to live. But look, she's in her 80s. I'm just going to let her live her life. So in the dream, it was a shock to hear that she was planning to move. Even more of a shock was when she told me her new apartment was smaller and cost $1,000 more per month. I asked my mom, like, why Why are you doing this? Why are you leaving? She's like, nah, I needed a change of scenery. This place is old. I need something new and fresh. And I said, okay. So I see her new apartment. It's a shithole. It looks like, you know, someplace I would have lived when I was uh, in college. And I'm like, mom, are you happy here? And she said, yes. Oh, there's one more thing I forgot to tell you. I have a roommate. His name is Mark. And then Mark enters the room and he puts his arm around her. And I'm like, are you guys dating? And she said, yes, uh, but I didn't want to tell you and upset you. At no point does my mom reference the fact that Mark is 20 years old. I'm over 20 years older than my my soon-to-be stepdad. Not to mention there's a 60-plus year age gap between my mom and Mark, her lover boy. Well, at first, you know, in my dream, I could not see the appeal. Like, what does Mark see in my mom? Well... Now I know she's got growing 36 Bs. That's what Mark's playing with. He likes them perky titties. When I woke up in a sweat, crying, I uh, I turned to the internet to uh, find one of those like dream interpretation guides. Oddly enough, there is not a, a specific entry for uh, dreaming about your mom dating a younger guy. When I searched for it, I got a lot of people concerned because they were having sex dreams about their mom. Not quite the same thing. It was an amusing detour, though. One person said, I had a sex dream about my mom. I just had a fucked up dream. I was having sex with my mom, and I think this was not the first time. (laughs) Uh, What do you think it means? I'm having trouble looking into this thought. 
The most common answer goes something like this. Incest dreams can be a sign that your subconscious is yearning for the comfort and safety of childhood. Popping up when you're being called to a tough task. So maybe like you, there's a lot of stress in your life right now. A lot of uh, adulting you don't want to deal with. You yearn for the uh, the simpler times. Back when mommy would straddle you. Ride you to completion. Another concerned individual wrote, I had a dream in which I was about to have sex with my mom. And I was rubbing my penis on her vagina or licking it or something. Why and what does that mean? I feel like he provided... Uh, too many details. Uh, people in the, on this thread were not very helpful. The top answer is uh, it means you watch a lot of mom son porn like me. So uh, stop doing that if you if you want to cease having sex dreams about your mother. Back to dream interpretations. The uh, the closest thing I could find was um, a definition or interpretation of when you dream about visiting your mom, which happened at the start of the dream. Before I met my stepdad, Mark. To dream about visiting your mom means uh, you have to start learning from your mistakes. Yeah, now would be a good time, right? Now that I'm fucking middle age. It's not true that the universe has conspired against you. I always say that. Uh, but you often behave contrary to the way you should. Well, that's certainly true. Maybe it's time for Tim Henson to grow up. Leave all these silly news stories and comfort audio clips, public freakouts, and utards behind. I'm turning Distorted View Daily into a tech podcast, starting now. Coming up today, which Linux distribution is right for you? I list my top four favorites. And yeah, FreeBSD is on the list, naturally. Later on in the program, we will pit two network protocols against one another. Today, Border Gateway Protocol versus Network Time Protocol, which is more important to your network backbone. All this plus my open source pick of the week today on Distorted View. Distorted View Daily is brought to you by Hewlett Packard, makers of the number one desktop, laptop, and server computers. HP, power you can feel. And the Software Publishers Association, who remind you, don't copy that floppy. What's that? No one's listening to my tech podcast. It's been canceled. Not unexpected, but still, it hurts. Better change formats back ASAP. All right, listen. While the Distorted View Tech Podcast is no more, I've got a tech podcast recommendation for you. This is Joey's Totally Tech Show. You're listening to Joey's Totally Tech, your tech podcast. Extreme tech. Joey's making tech cool. He thinks very highly of himself. He's got a whole crowd cheering. Yeah! Do some reviews of wireless network routers! Woo! Hey. Yeah, this ain't your grandma's tech podcast. Come on, Joey. Get to the show here. Linus Tech Tips recently concluded their daily gaming driver usage test of Linux and concluded Linux isn't ready for prime time when it comes to gaming. Does he have a deviated septum or something? Why does he talk like that? You have a cold? What are my thoughts? I'll tell you. Thoughts? Plus, we have a new boom arm to hold up my Shore SM7B. 
the headliner Sierra from headliner Los Angeles. What a sizzling hot episode. Linux gaming isn't ready for prime time, and we talk about a microphone boom arm. Joey just seems like, a, you know, a guy, probably not an expert, but he you know, he's interested in technology, so he thought he would start uh, a tech podcast. Nothing wrong with that. I know a little bit about Joey. If I could make one suggestion, maybe you should focus your show on your other way more interesting hobby. And that hobby is having sex with little girls. Yes, America's favorite tech podcaster has been visited by the Predator Poachers. Unfortunately, I don't have the full episode because it was taken down off of YouTube. That's okay. We don't need the whole episode because the best moments are really when uh, these perverts get busted. Thankfully, our very own Vlad has a few clips that he shared. The first video uh, looks like it's, it's actually in Joey's house. The predator poachers are there. I guess Joe just let them in. Now, he's under the assumption that uh, these predator poachers are just there to talk to him and then let him go. They just want to, they're just going to teach him a lesson. When in reality, the predator poachers have called the cops. And uh, I believe this clip starts with a knock on the door. Oh, and get the, um, somebody's at the door. It's probably the pickle order. You know. Yeah, it's probably the pickle order. We ordered some delivery pickles. Wow. Joe deserves what's coming to him if he believes that. Okay, I'll, I'll go ahead and open the door and pay the pickle man. <laughs> Guess who's there? Oh God! Oh God is right. It's not the pickle man. Hey, how's it going, sir? This man. Well, you want to have a seat on the couch? You can guess who the person crying is. You're a piece of shit. Okay. I don't think it was the cop calling him a piece of shit. It's one of the poachers. You're a piece of shit, okay? Oh, I could listen to that on loop all day. You're a piece of shit. You're a piece of shit, okay? He then uh, asks, or he doesn't really ask. He picks up the phone and to call his girlfriend. He he's like, I better come clean to her. So, Let me call my girlfriend. We run an online predator prevention where we basically chat up online child predators. And this man here admitted. Poachers are explaining to the cops who they are. Now, you have to listen closely, but you can hear Joey talking to his girlfriend. I'm never going to do it again, but I'm under arrest. That's pretty much what happened. I'm sorry. I feel horrible. It's something I've struggled with for a long time, and I feel bad. I'm sorry. I know. Again, it's kind of hard to understand, but he's talking about uh, his past struggles and he slipped. <laughs> he fell back. He's been looking at child porn for 13 years and he's been a pedophile for the longest. <laughs> I can't believe this is happening. This is horrible. <laughs> yeah, according to the poachers here, uh, he's been downloading child porn for 13 years onto his computer. It was easily found. These tech guys are never good at hiding their tracks. Many of you uh, computer nerds will recognize the name Leo Laporte. He had uh, a bunch of TV shows on uh, the old tech TV network, which became G4. He was the host of their popular show, uh, The Screensavers. And now he has a whole podcast network. 
twit, right? This week in tech, it's a, but it's, there's tons of shows, right? There's been so many times when he's accidentally shown his computer screen and there's been like weird email, like sex emails from women. He showed his dick, right? He was like trying to show like some sort of like gallery on his computer. And as he's scrolling up, there's his cock shot. Leo wasn't even doing anything illegal, you know? Like, this guy should have really been more careful. I'm sorry, baby. You you have every right to leave me. Yeah, I'm guessing she's going to. She just found out you fuck 11-year-old girls. We'll work through it. Back when I was a teenager, honestly. That's when it started. You have every right to leave me honest. It's kind of annoying. I really want to hear the girlfriend talk, and you can sort of hear her. She's so loud. Uh, you can hear her through the phone, but these fucking predator poachers are also talking. You have every right to leave me. She's worried about the cat. Um, your boyfriend's going away to prison. Because he has like 50 terabytes of child porn and he was trying to meet an 11 year old to fuck and you're worried about a cat. I don't know. What are we going to do with sprinkles? Baby, I'm... I can't buy all her kitty litter. I just ruined my own life. And I I know I hurt... I, 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 I hurt yours too. He's off the day? It's over time? Uh, uh, It's a hard subject to broach. Just seems like there's never a good time to bring up your child porn addiction. Uh, I I tried to quit long ago and it's my... It's more... Talks about it like it's smoking or something. Uh, Uh, I tried to give up these damn things, but they got a hold of me. Little girls? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, them bitches. Mostly their fault. It's more difficult than you think, baby. You know, you're, you understand psychology. Would you have really stayed with him if he told you years ago? That's why he didn't tell you. Uh, it goes on, but it's really just more of the same. Lives being destroyed, which is really my favorite type of clip to play on the program, but we've got to move on. Uh, I've got two videos here where uh, I I watched the thing, I formed an opinion about what I was watching, and then I turned to the comments and I saw that most people, they uh, express the opposite opinion. So I'm going against the grain here. I'll let you guys decide. What do you think? uh, Is the majority right or do I have the correct opinion on this? Dan Crenshaw, you may know the name if you live here in the United States. He's that um, congressman that has the eye patch. He was like a Navy SEAL or something. He's a very right-wing dude. And uh, recently he was at an event taking questions when a 10-year-old approached. And uh, she asked this question. Yeah! Crenshaw said, quote, the most important thing here is that we have important hero archetypes that we look up to. Jesus is a hero archetype. Superman is a hero archetype. Real characters, too. I could name a thousand. Rosa Parks, Ronald Reagan, end quote. I can't wrap my head around this. I believe she's giving him shit because uh, he lumped Jesus in with Superman as as like a fictional superhero and then went on to say well then there's also real superheroes like uh, Martin Luther King Jr. and Rosa Parks or whoever he said so she's upset because uh, he said that Jesus wasn't real and uh, she can't wrap her tiny little 10 year old head around it real characters too too. 
I could name a thousand. Rosa Parks, Ronald Reagan, end quote. I can't wrap my head around this. Well, I'll help you. Put a period out okay. of the word Jesus and don't question my faith. Wow. The crowd is turning on him. Listen, you little bitch. Don't you question my motherfucking love for Christ. I'm a devout Christian, you whore of Babylon. His response was a little aggressive. By the way, putting a period after Jesus wouldn't wouldn't make any fucking sense, right? Like, like the quote doesn't work then. I can't wrap my head around this. Well, I'll help you. Put a period out of the word Jesus and don't question my faith. Wow. Very aggro. <laughs> you moron. Look, look. Yeah, you don't talk to a kid like that. All she did was read you a quote attributed to you and saying she doesn't understand. I didn't question your faith, and this is what you said. That's. I, I, I mean, you can read the quote again. But nowhere in that quote am I saying Jesus is not real. That's a ridiculous statement. She didn't say you didn't say she was. All she said was you, you lumped him in with Superman. <laughs> Of course he's the son of God. I mean, I guess she implied it. Of course he's the son of God, and of course he's real. You're saying two different things. You can say that on a podcast, and you can say this here. Maybe she's saying, like, depending on where Dan Crenshaw's talking, it sort of alters how he behaves. Like, if he's around a bunch of liberals, he talks about how, you know, Jesus is like Superman, you know, fun, cute stories. But if he's, you know, around Republicans and he's, he's like, I'm a devout Christian. Jesus is real. Jesus is real. You can say that on a podcast and you can say this here. On the podcast, nobody would have understood it that way. I think you're twisting it that way. Come on. Which is not very, which is not very Christian. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> he's calling her not very Christian. Let's go, Brandon. It's not. And I'm not going to have my faith question. I'm not going to have my faith question. People in the comments uh, supported this little girl and called Dan Crenshaw a big baby. Couldn't even handle the intense questioning from a preteen. I saw things a little differently, though. If you're going to stand up in front of a bunch of adults at a political event, ask a question that is intended to really rile up the recipient, you're going to have to deal with the consequences. Trying to corner Dan Crenshaw with your gotcha questions. He ain't going to take it. The kid gloves come off. You know what I mean? And plus... There's a possibility this 10-year-old is very into politics and stuff, but there's also a greater likelihood that her parents put her up to this, right? 10-year-old listening to political podcasts? That's a little suspect, right? It is funny how a 10-year-old got under his skin so badly. Don't you dare question my faith! The other clip I have for you uh, is a little more lowbrow. This is just a Hispanic person and a black person fighting. The black woman is upset because the Hispanic driver almost hit her. You almost sideswiped her. You almost sideswiped me, you son of a bitch. That's right. I got pictures of you. Oh, you goddamn right. You, you got Where's the I'm calling the police now. Call him. I am. Call Obama. You almost hey, call you call Obama. your motherfucking Mexican goddamn thing. Don't let him be nowhere. Take your ass back to Mexico. You yeah, nasty. You, you go ahead you on and do it. These are some fucking ass. You know what? Why, why you gotta be racist? Yeah, you know, I'm not being racist. Most people in the comments are calling out this uh, black woman for being all racist towards the Mexican. Go back to Mexico or whatever the hell she yelled. 
If you listen closely, though, he kind of starts it with the, you should call Obama. He kind of threw the first racial insult, telling a black woman to call Obama, you know? I'm not saying either of them are right, but they're both assholes. Goddamn accident. God damn it. I just got out of an accident. No, you just got out of prison. There's a racist one. Hey, Mexican lives matter. Got it. That's okay. We I got, got it. the pictures. I'm going to go ahead. Yeah, you got it. You okay. Let them go on and go. Take your ass back across the border. I just got hit. T-bone. From somebody. I can't help it if you're stupid. No. Oh, you calling me stupid? We'll see. We'll see. We will. We will. We'll see. I'll get my lawyer. Ready? Get where you be, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and say something about that, motherfucker. Fuck you. 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 It climbed in. I'm prison, motherfucker. What? Motherfucker, what? Motherfucker, what? Get the swing fuck you. Get the fuck with me. Bitch. She spit on his window. So she just assaulted you by spitting on you. I don't give a fuck. Okay, call oh, the police. His windows were open, so yeah, she spit on him. Please call the police. Call the police. Well, you? it's getting harder to defend these black ladies. I tried. Yeah, call the police. Come on. I uh, yeah, call them. Call them. They had me on their side when the Hispanic guy mentioned Obama. Then they lost me when the black lady called them bean-eating motherfuckers. Won me back on their side when the Mexican guy started screaming Mexican lives matter. And finally lost me when the black women started spitting on the Hispanics. It was a real roller coaster of emotions. All right, in with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist. And I fucked up news! member of the Distorted View Sideshow. What are you waiting for? Become a true and honorable freak today? Sideshow members get access to exclusive programs that I post every week, typically on Tuesday and Thursday. That's right, yesterday's show was Sideshow exclusive, and I'll be doing another one tomorrow. There are currently three ways to get Sideshow content. If you use the Apple Podcast app, you can search for Distorted View and subscribe to exclusive content right in the app using Apple Pay and your Apple ID and all that good stuff. Same deal with Spotify users. Whether you're on Android or iOS or even on your desktop, you can sign up in Spotify, get all of the free shows and exclusive programs. And finally, the original SuperFreakSideshow.com. You can sign up on our website. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted. You can download episodes right from the website or get access to a special password-protected RSS feed and plug that into uh, your podcasting app, whatever it may be, like Overcast or Pocket Casts. The Sideshow feed works with most podcasting apps, not all of them, but most of them are supported. It's got to support, like, you know, password-protected feeds, usernames, passwords, and all that. All the information is up over there at superfreaksideshow.com. Again, thank you so much to all of my Sideshow members. You are the reason this show is able to continue. Okay, three very quick stories now. First up, a pastor at a mega church based in Tulsa, Oklahoma, has apologized on Twitter for rubbing his spit on a member of his church. I don't even know why he has to apologize. If it's not something blatantly illegal, like fucking an underage altar boy or something, just blame it on God. God told me to rub my spit into this man's face. It was an act of faith or trust or something. The pastor, Michael Todd of Transformation Church. That's Transformer Church, where we worship the mighty all spark. 
I'm sorry. The pastor, Michael Todd of Transformation Church, said in a video that his demonstration during a sermon was, quote, disgusting and a distraction after watching footage from the service. I was trying to make the word come alive, he said of the video, in which he spits on his hand before rubbing a man's face on stage in front of congregants. Just before spitting on his hand, Todd said, receiving vision from God might get nasty. Well, this is Distorted View Daily, so of course I've got the clip right here. Let's take a listen. Changing something and you don't see it clearly yet, but you hear... All right, that's not just spit. That's like a that's a loogie. There's some phlegm behind that mucus. He spits right in his hand and then sort of like jiggles it around. And this is where most people would not face Jesus anymore. I'm sorry, but I don't think Jesus would ever rub his phlegm into your skin. Jesus does cool stuff. He turns water into wine. That's how he gets our respect. I just love how the members of the church, the audience, they're just up for anything. Listen to them. They're just totally on board. Yeah, they think it's gross, but they're it's like... turn yes, away. Yes, that's right. So true. They just sit back and, and let this shit happen. Oh, oh, he just... He, there's some more. Some more phlegm. hell is this guy standing next to him i guess it's supposed to be his brother or something but he just you know he's just what, what i'm telling he knows what's gonna happen when you what i'm telling you is just as he's physically standing here knowing what's coming yeah well he's a fool apparently god's saying can you physically and spiritually and emotionally be able to stand Wow. When getting the vision or receiving it. Okay, all right, listen. Let's just get to the money shot here. It's got a handful of spit. Yeah, because the vision I'm about to give you, it might get nasty. Okay, he's rubbing it. And it's all being spread on this poor man's face. Oh, oh my God. Do it's you, so much, it's dripping do down his chin. And see the response. Oh my God. There's like a string of mucus. I'm going to try to capture this and make it the uh, featured image over there at distortedview.com. Maybe an animated GIF. And do you, do you hear and see the responses of the people? Yeah, it's gross. What, what, what I'm telling you is how you just reacted, is how the people in your life will react. This man was blind, and what he was trying to do with this man is give him his DNA. Oh, I could think of a few ways to get my DNA in you. I think I'm qualified to be a pastor. All right, uh, the man on stage next to Todd was identified as his brother, Brentum Todd. In the video, there is an audible gasp from the audience, to which Todd responds, How you just reacted is how the people in your life will react when God is doing what it takes for the miracle. Todd's apology. Came. By the way, I don't think anyone in the congregation complained about what happened. I think this video was seen online and, you know, people on the internet, they're the ones that were complaining. It's never my intention to distract others from God's word in the message of Jesus, even with illustrations, Todd wrote on Twitter. I apologize for my example being too extreme. Yes, too extreme and disgusting. I love everybody. Some social media posters pointed out how Todd's actions might be especially unwise during the pandemic. Oh, yeah. 
what is the CDC going to do about Mike Todd? In a follow-up video, Todd says that he hopes people who saw the video will watch the rest of the message to hear the points he was trying to make. From Christians spreading spit on one another's faces to semen facial beauty cream. Yes, a beauty blogger has claimed that she saves money on expensive cosmetics by using a friend's semen as a face cream. She even stores a supply of it in her refrigerator. Kelly, I think your popsicles have gone bad. They don't taste right. What are you talking about? I don't have any popsicles. Oh my God, you didn't. Those were for my face and their jizz. Kelly Zelansky, 26, from New York, was first inspired to use the bodily fluid after listening to Distorted View Daily. No, after uh, seeing a video online, nothing good has ever come from YouTube. This once again confirms it. Yeah, she saw a video online about how much nutrients in protein sperm contains, and she decided to give it a go for an all-natural glow. The singleton coyly texted a friend and asked if he would, uh, you know, kind of be her supplier. She then welcomed him into her home where he made a deposit into a tub in her bathroom. Was she, like, sitting in the tub? Did he come on her face? What's in it for this guy? I mean not really costing him anything it's it's fun to give but still it would be nice if she jerked him off or if he got to come right on her face or something kelly mixes the gloopy natural product with moisturizer for uh, you know a smoother application conceding it goes on flaky as it dries and that it could be hard to keep up the supply if you're single yeah if you don't have a lot of male friends you're in real trouble. Luckily, just, you know, what you're one Craigslist post away from having all the semen you'll ever need. Not exactly a precious resource. In a clip, Kelly can be seen tapping the translucent cream onto her skin. Again, the cream is a mixture of moisturizer and spunk. She comments on its illuminating effect before noting that it smells weird, but it's good. I actually have a very short clip of her applying this stuff. Take a listen. I think that cum is supposed to be really good for your skin. Oh, you can actually hear the jizz as she's tapping it on her face. So I've been applying it to my face every night for like five days now. And I can honestly say that it's working like... Her skin is really good, but... She's also black. So you don't see that glow. You know what they say, black, black don't crack. Oh, whatever. let me do that one more time. So you don't see that glow. Oh, it smells type weird, but it's good. Kelly's video has now racked up more than 3.3 million views on TikTok alone with more than 299,000 likes and over 11,000 comments. It's a cheap homemade alternative to expensive brands, she explained. I keep it uh, in a jar in the fridge. I live alone, so no one will need to see it when they're making breakfast. I came across a video on TikTok of this girl explaining how much nutrients and protein semen has in it and that some people use it for facials. I'm single at the moment, and I called one of my friends. I called him on FaceTime and asked if he could give me some of his semen. He was like, uh, what are you going to do with it? He just wanted to make sure that, you know, he wasn't going to become a father anytime soon. He laughed when I asked for it. And when he gave it to me, he said I was crazy and then laughed again. He came over and used my bathroom. I gave him a jar to put it in. I put it on my face. I let it dry and then washed it off. I mixed it with moisturizer because it had a weird smell. He's not the healthiest person. Wow. He does this favor for you. And now you're saying his cum smells weird and he's not healthy. He has bad hygiene. 
Lady, you're rubbing his spunk into your face. You must be okay with him. After her video went viral, her brother spotted the clip in a work WhatsApp group chat. Everybody knows I'm kind of a crazy person, so me asking for that isn't really a surprise, she said. The semen has so many nutrients in it. You, you keep saying that, but it, this is all because you read it somewhere. Or no, I'm sorry. You saw a TikTok video. I don't even know if those nutrients are going to help your face. I didn't really see that much of a difference in my skin because I use skincare products on the regular, but I still wanted to try it. If it doesn't even make that big of a difference, stick with the regular face cream. I called my friend and I said, listen, I might need some more. There wasn't that much, but when I mixed it with the stuff, there was enough for two days. Now Kelly is cautiously recommending the product to brighten skin, but fears it could cause a bad reaction for some. Yeah, I knew a guy. Joey dated a guy who uh, like was allergic to his own semen. And when like when semen, I guess any semen really. And when semen uh, touched his skin, it it uh, got all red and flaky, got like a rash. And it was so concentrated, just just where the cum touched. You could actually like um, if if you used your finger <laughs> and spread the cum and like wrote in cursive or something, the red would appear on his skin in cursive. Whatever you wrote or designed, shapes, whatever. It's like cum branding. Yeah, Kelly said, I'm not encouraging it in cases people are allergic to it. Uh, some people might have a breakdown or a bad reaction. So there you go. Use cum as a facial at your own risk. Uh, and finally today, freaks. A 64-year-old South Korean man set himself on fire after a heated dispute with a matchmaking agency that refused to arrange a marriage on his behalf. Maybe he was just trying to... (laughs) This is so bad, Freaks. I don't even want to say it. It's almost embarrassing. It's embarrassing what I'm about to say. All right, yeah, so this man set himself on fire. Maybe he was just trying to appeal to all the women who wrote they wanted a man who was hot in their... And their profile, <laughs> you see, hot fire, get it? All right, give me the do 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 sound effect. Oh, what's this? Oh no, it's that bad, really? The whistles go woo woo. You get nothing. Absolutely nothing. Oh no. I don't remember the last time I train wrecked myself. According to a report from local news outlet Zhong Ang Libo, the Juju Island man doused himself with gasoline from a plastic bottle that he was carrying. The incident occurred during a heated conversation with an employee from the company, which helps South Koreans arrange marriages with international partners. The newspaper reported that the Juju East police and fire departments responded to the incident on January 16th at around 1 p.m. South Korean authorities did not disclose the company's name and identified the man only as Mr. A. Juju police and fire departments did not immediately respond for a comment. According to the South Korean news agency Yonhap News, the staff of the marriage agency attempted to throw water on the man and put the fire out. However, the man suffered third-degree burns to his face and his body, and he remains unconscious. Well, now he's going to have a real hard time finding a date. You thought it was difficult before. Now you're disfigured. An initial police probe found that the agency refused to provide the man with a match because he had previously been married to a foreign woman. 
South Korea immigration laws prohibit applying for a second marriage visa for a foreign spouse within five years of receiving the first one. Look, this matchmaking agency, their hands were tied. It's the rule. Dude was trying to get better customer service by setting himself on fire. Take it up with the government, man. It's a law. Uh, acts of self-immolation are rare, but do happen in South Korea. One notable incident occurred in 2019 when a South Korea man in his 70s set himself on fire outside the uh, Japanese embassy. The motive for his actions remain unclear. He didn't even write a letter beforehand. People don't know why you're doing what you're doing. Is it some great noble act? A form of protest? You just depressed? We have no idea because you didn't leave a note. Freaks, let this be a lesson. Be smart about your suicide. I know if I was going to kill myself, I would write multiple letters. I'd be sending them out to news outlets. I want everyone to know who has done me wrong. And I want them to feel bad. I want them to know that they are the reason I killed myself. It's all because of you. I don't want there to be any question as to why I put a bullet in my head. On a related note, I'm sure a lot of you have seen that statistic that uh, like gay men are way more likely to commit suicide than uh, the straight people. I don't think it's because gay people are more depressed. I think that, you know, they're just showy. They like to be a little dramatic. They go out in a big theatrical way. Look at me, I'm dead. And the other part of it is like, they just think about what's going to happen after they're dead. My God, my mom is going to be devastated. She's going to fucking lose her mind. She's going to ball. It's going to be awesome. And then they start planning their own funeral. I want color everywhere. Gold curtains. Glitter on my coffin. Do you think a musical number during the funeral is tacky? I don't care. It's my time to die. Just a theory. All right. There you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Wednesday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Love to hear from you little monsters. And there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. Hey, remember, if you are a patron or if you, uh, you know, sign up and pledge at least $5, you will gain access to our special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. And yes, we've got some patrons today. Five, one-on-one, no. press three. This is Vlad messing around on the uh, sexy party line. Go ahead. You're connected. When done, hit the pound sign. That's the pound sign. Mm -hmm. Say hello. 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 Hey, baby. What you doing? Oh. Let's go, Brandon. You know. You know he's wearing a Let's Go Brandon shirt right now. America. One voter at a time. Trump 2022, baby. Mm. Mm. What do you look like? What I look like? You heard my description. I'm about 5'8", blonde hair, a nice big D-cut titties, nice fat ass, tight little pussy. Bigger tits than my mom. Nice. And I have a Trump stamp. I actually call it a Trump stamp. <laughs> I have um, I have Trump tattooed right um, you know, in like that tramp stamp area, I had a, I actually have four different Donald Trump um, tattoos, and I'm very proud of them. So, what's up with you? Joe, you letting stuff on your big titties? Oh my God, yeah, you're like sucking on some titties. Tell me about you. 
It would be great if someone who has a real blown-out asshole, someone who practices a lot of fisting, prolapsing, whatever, has, like, a MAGA tramp stamp, but it stands for my ass gapes always, you know? Mm-hmm. Another. Tell me about you, you mongoloid. <laughs> oh, six foot. <laughs> Brown hair, white They just ignore the insults. Sixty blue eyes. Guys, ah. big twelve inch cock. Oh bullshit! You've got a twelve inch cock. You're not wasting your time on the party line. You're getting real. I mean, hold on. So, I'm really good at hearing the size of a cock. <laughs> Can you slap your cock on the phone? Yeah, let's let's see if this sounds like a twelve incher. Because I think you're. You're overstating by a little bit. Let's hear it. No, I'm not. Well, let me hear it. Let me hear it, big man. Let me hear it. Oh, he hung up. She totally called his bluff. Oh, fuck, fuck, fuck you too. Get off the line. Wow, a southern guy who says fuck Trump. To hear that message again, press 1. Record your invitation request at the beep. When done, hit the pound key so I can play it back to you for your approval. You're a bitch and a coward, and I guarantee you won't connect with me because you're a bitch and a coward. Cock swamp monster. I don't think she ever ended up talking to this guy. Unfortunately, that's where the uh, the voicemail pretty much ends. Good job, Vlad. Hey, Timothy, it's Meowness. Hey, I was wondering, do you watch Search Party? Uh, it was on... No, I don't remember what I've heard good things about it. It was originally on, but you can watch it on HBO Max. Um, really funny show, but basically there... I don't know if you... If you, <clears throat> if you saw it, there was... In the fourth season, there was like a character who was kind of like this psycho uh, kidnapper kind of guy. And every time... I've never seen a picture of Devin Sweeney. But every time I hear his voice and the way he talks, all I can think of is the guy from Search Party. I don't know. What do you think? I, You know what? You're right. I have seen Devin Sweeney, and he looks like someone who's killed. Like he, he, he looks like a psycho. I'm sorry. He does. Especially when he poses, when he, like, smiles for the camera. Yeah, he's buried a few bodies. Uh, this caller mentioned Devin Sweeney because we played him recently on the podcast, probably on a Sideshow exclusive episode. Hey, Tim, this is Tyler Jones calling in at InfoWars.com. <laughs> Unicorn Hamster reached out just the other day asking which race is probably the most promiscuous. Oh, yeah, that was another call that came in. It may have been on a Sideshow exclusive episode. We're wondering which is the sluttiest race. Are white women the sluttiest? Black women? Hispanic? Arabs? I don't know. Now, I happen to have evidence that explains all of this in great detail, yeah. which I'm going to post in the Distorted View Discord. You don't have to be hypothetical about any of this information. It is well known. Where'd you get this information? Did you steal it from Bohemian Grove? That white women are by far, by a mile, the most promiscuous women in the world. Skankiest, we said. I have the papers. Go to it. The sort of view, Discord. You'll see it. Everyone join the Discord. You can see Alex Jones's papers. I wonder what the real Alex Jones has been up to. I mean, he's been kind of like deplatformed from every major service, so... I don't get updates on him too often. Unless he does something super, super crazy. It's him. It's Jay, the blind monkey from Missouri. Hey, Jay. I have a couple of friends that have a couple of questions for you. I hope, hope they sound all right. Uh, first one is David DeWitt, and he wants to know 
when is Community Corner coming back? <laughs> I think Community Corner was either canceled or maybe because of the pandemic, it's just on hiatus. I miss those guys. Because he has questions about the, the, the virus sick thing and sort of on Newcastle. And so... <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, it's hard to do those voices Ryan or Ryan or Brian or whatever the English gent's yeah, name the was gentleman so anyhow the uh, fedora wearing gentleman yeah anything on the community corner I haven't seen any episodes posted since COVID yeah I am uh, subscribed and uh, you'll be the first to know if uh, if they come back I'll be featuring it don't worry <laughs> Hey, Tim. Haley's comment calling up about the voicemail caller who uh, suggested I might be making things up. Sadly, I am not. But given the insanity of the things I relate, I'm I'm used to people doubting their veracity. Uh, One of my sisters actually uh, tells the story about how uh, when she was in high school and junior high, it was very common for her friends after having met my mother to uh, to tell her a very give her a variation of the phrase. We thought you were joking. We thought you were kidding this whole time, but it's all true. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. We need to get audio of your mom. I gotta see her at her it's worst. It's all true. Hear her. Uh, that is the real Haley's comment, by the way. Not someone pretending to be Haley's comment. There's like seven different people who call in as Haley's comment. All right, that is all the time we have on this edition of the program. Want you guys to email me, show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206 666 4463. That's 206 666. Oh, God, is it okay? You're a piece of shit, okay? Oh! <laughs> Spread the distortion. STD, tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. Tomorrow's episode is going to be Sideshow exclusive. You want to hear it? You got to sign up. Superfreaksideshow.com. Otherwise, I'll be back one more time to end the week with the Friday show. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. We're also offering short telephone physicals to uh, determine if individuals are exhibiting any symptoms of what could be a pandemic. What are the symptoms? Well, uh, the coronavirus is a respiratory disease, so it's mostly fluid in the lungs, wheezing, coughing, achy head, brown, red, loose and or oily stools. Also a collection or abundance of eye goop. Could you just clear your throat real loud over the phone? Oh, yeah, I can definitely hear something. Can you do that one more time for me? Uh, something funky's going on here. Could you just cough for me now? Ooh. Yeah. And the third thing that I need you to do is go like this. Just mimic m- mimic what I'm doing. M. Well, no, there's four AMs there, so it goes AM. And if you could also try to match my pitch. No, that that is not what I did. It was much like you can't follow instructions. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.